Welcome, welcome, welcome to Rapid Reviews Radio, episode 171. Mm-hmm. I'm your co-host, Kai Wild. I'm joined by my co-host, Pete Beckett. Hello. You actually got the podcast name right this week. You didn't I just know. say Rapid Reviews. I slowed it down because that was the advice that was given to me. Just slow down. Let your mind think. Yes. Uh, and I'm like, no, I will say verbal diarrhea <laughs> as it comes rushing out. <laughs> um, but this is, I already said it was episode 171, you but did. I'm just letting, I'm just making sure our audience knows that. Because that is kind of crazy. We are hurtling, as I've said before, straight to 200 episodes. Oof, scary is, stuff. Insane. But. Oh, no. I know. We're getting also getting close to the uh, four-year anniversary of it as well when we first started. That's so cray-cray. But we do have a wonderful show for you today, folks. Um, It is another news episode because we're kind of experimenting with some stuff. Mm. And you guys just really love it out there. You freaking clamor for this. Clamor for our banter. There's also quite a lot of news at the moment, too. There is. Yeah. Which I haven't looked at Pete's document yet. Good. Don't. Because I've um, the first one that I sent you is now outdated. Yeah. Send them as PDFs. <laughs> Never. Open it as a Word document, as you're, as you're told to do. You know what's weird? I knew that was the reaction I was going to get. Thank you. I was about to start saying some bad words that you're going to have to honk out of existence. I think but... I'm getting to that point now where I just can't be bothered. I might just, just say, sorry, this is just an expletive Pretty podcast. Explicit. Yeah. But what was I going to say? Um, we were talking about... Oh, I was talking about how it opened. It, yeah, it's weird. You send the Doc X and it opens it in Outlook. Oh, you is know. it? It's probably because you don't have uh, Word open or, on, on your computer. IPad. So, yeah, that's well, what. Well, my iPad. Well, yeah, if you've got Outlook on there, it automatically open on there because it actually has a, a Word built into sense. it now. Yeah, because it is a Microsoft product. Yes. But continuing on, <laughs> so uh, every week I do like to check in with our co-host and guest because I. I'm just really cool that way. I've been working on new intros, and it's just not this. I have to stick with what we know, and this is what we know. Fine. I'm going to say to you now, just before you carry on, I want to know how your week is first, because I think the way that mine's going to go is going to lead straight into the news stories. Oh, okay. A nice little segue. Do you know how many episodes we have with segue in the title? Uh, Probably far too many. Well, it's two, actually. But (laughs) it is funny. That's two too many. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so it's weird being asked first. It's very, that's different. Um, I am a little bit goofy today because I did something new and, well, not new, but pushed myself out of my comfort zone. Because, see, what y'all don't know is that I seem very extroverted. And to an extent, I am, you know. To a large extent, like I can hop up on stage and act like a goofball and make people laugh. But I'm not good with crowds, like being in them. Mm. I can be on stage and I can talk one on one, but being in crowds, it just like makes me go into a panic. But it was my trainer's birthday and he wanted to have uh what was all it's also CrossFit games, which is like 
the Olympics of CrossFit. Yeah. Um, so he wanted to have like a little party instead. Well, I'll say a little. It was, it's a big party. Uh, and I fretted all week. Was I going to do this? Was I going to show up? And you can see the guest list and it's just like in double digits and just climbing. And I'm mm. like, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. Yeah, I remember I the messages like, I got beforehand. I was like, I'm not sure yeah. I want to go. I'm not sure, yeah. <laughs> like, I pure panic. Because it's like, of course you want to go and you want to support your friend. Absolutely. You mm-hmm. know, and you want to be there. Because you do know. Even if they say, oh, it's fine, it's fine. You know it bothers them. You know. Yeah. So, I was, like, doing the whole self-talk all week. Just prepping myself. Like, okay, you, know, you can do this, you can do this. Um, show up in your wildest costume. It wasn't really that wild. It's the same thing I wore last week. It was just my Wonder Woman pajamas. Because uh, it was technically a pajama party, but I knew nobody was going to show up. I, I'm actually surprised party. that you didn't go in the t-shirt. It was like, just imagine this is my cosplay. I was wearing it all weekend, Pete. That is weird and eerie that you knew that. <laughs> but, um, just a guess. Just a guess. Yeah, that's a good guess, actually. But uh, I almost wore it today, and I was like, nah, I'm... I wore this a few weeks ago, you know, gotta mix it up. But, so I'm wearing he my He says constantly clothes. wearing his Mario yeah. t-shirt. <laughs> but I went, and here's the funny thing. Like, yeah, it's full. It was full of people, yes, but I knew, like, everyone. And I really think my problem is just with strangers. I don't yeah. think I have a problem. Like, I just went crazy and became, like, the whole life of the party thing, just... You know, walking around, making everyone feel comfortable and you know, just the typical thing, whatever, you know, that kind of thing. And being goofball, being absolute goofball and cracking people up and stuff like that. And I enjoyed myself for four hours. Damn. I don't think I've ever been to a party that long that where I wasn't drinking. I didn't because I was driving, so I didn't have even one drop. And I just Ooh. had a great time. Well, that's good. But, oh boy, but, I'm not looking forward to today where you you overcompensate. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, Pete. But, <laughs> um, uh, but, the, but I am a bit, like, because it is still four hours of socializing, so that's why I'm a bit goofy today is because of that. And also, I worked yesterday, but... Mm. Um, but, like, so if I am a bit goofy, it is because I socialize like a normal human. It was great. It was so much fun. Oh, I'm glad, really, because I know, obviously, you were very trepidous about going and very... Yeah. I know, obviously, socializing is not usually your thing when it comes to large groups. So, But you took no. yourself out of your comfort zone and clearly found that you can do it. So, well done, you. Well, I'll tell you this one little sl- slight little I'm so autistic, it's hilarious thing. Uh, and then we'll we'll move on. Um, but I had taken as a backup, just in case, in case I had to go be by myself in a corner. Sometimes that happens. It doesn't it, happen very often, but sometimes it does. No shame. I it took, has to. Sometimes it has to be done. Yeah. So I took my iPad so that I could play Minecraft because. Because of course. <laughs> um. So I took it in my nice little shoulder bag because I don't carry like a handbag or purse or that's not me. Uh, if it don't fit in my pockets, I don't usually take it. Um, so I put the shoulder bag or whatever it's called up on the shelf in the little cubbies, the little cubby holes that we have at the gym, had a great time all night, drove all the way home, 20 minutes. Oh no, you left it there, didn't you? Got to my driveway and went, oh, bleep, honk. <laughs> and it's like, are you kidding me? And they're like, I'm like, are they going to, you know, and it was like 10 o'clock at night. 
So I had to rush all the way back. I had to go get my bag. Everyone was like, oh, it's back. Oh, I was like, oh, I was like, oh. <laughs> no, I actually oh. just made a terrible. Sorry, <laughs> terrible awkward thing. moment here. I, <laughs> yeah, left, exactly. I left some stuff here. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and, but anyway, so that was just typical. I've never, you know what? If I don't Irish goodbye, you may see me five times as I return for everything I've forgotten because I'm an airhead. Um, but Brilliant. that's my crazy week, Pete. What about you? How have you been? Oh, my week has been mostly uneventful, let's say. Until? Um, no, not even until. Oh. It's just been mostly uneventful. Just been working away, just still waiting for house stuff to happen and yeah. all that, you know. Um, started the week off with a pub trip with a few people from work, uh, my old job, so can't complain of that. Oh, cool, yeah. Um, so one of them who used to I used to work with still works at the place that I work at now, so I do often lunch with him, which is quite cool. So we'd finished work at five, and we were waiting for our other mate who comes back from another area for his work. So we just decided to wait it out at work because we've got a pool table there, so we're like, sod it, we're just going to play oh. pool until he yeah. comes along. Um, so, but actually the most things that I've done this week is uh, I might have re-picked up a game with the with my group of gamer friends so these are the lot I used to work with what game would that be Pete? funnily enough you don't actually know I didn't tell you no this, I don't I yeah. <laughs> uh, for the first time in three years I've played Among Us oh good old Amogus yeah, I managed to get them interested in playing it, and I oh god, the first session was a nightmare <laughs> trying to get into games. I've I officially found out the Switch version kind of sucky for matchmaking. Oh, right, right, right. Really, really bad. Doesn't seem to want to connect to any games whatsoever, even if you do have codes. Oh, Weird. that's annoying. Yeah. yeah. It's very strange. But So I've been playing it on my phone at times <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> now touchscreen controls are sucky they are so sucky you know i've really been into this mobile gaming kind of thing i've been talking about this for weeks mm. and i will say that that is the biggest drawback it's touch controls aren't great they're not great in various games mm -hmm. so that doesn't surprise me you know, yeah. I think the last time I played Amogus was uh, when we played it here with uh, Rapid Reviews. On New Year's Eve. New Year's, yeah. 2020. In fact, yep. I, t I told the guys about that, actually. It was interesting. So, sorry, I say three years, two years more, like two and a half years. Is it two years? Oh, okay. Two and a half years, yeah. I did get some oh. games in on PC, and controller support works really well on it. But mouse oh, and keyboard good. is obviously is still yeah. is good for that. Yeah. So. Man, well, so you have fun, I guess. It was good fun. Uh, we've now played it in three separate sessions, so oh I think they goodness. quite like it. So we've now so we've now got a regular stable of four games that we now play, which is Four Guys, Rocket League, um, Among Us, and Fortnite. Oh, good old fork knife. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, anyway, I will talk about this very briefly. Mm -hmm. It's Evo weekend, so my weekend has yeah. been taken up by work and Evo. Let's be honest. Oh my God, I've been watching the hell out of Street Fighter Six. <laughs> I've watched yes. well over twenty hours worth of Street Fighter Six over this weekend. 
Oh, of course you have feet. Of course you have. Oh, look, my God. It was bad in, <laughs> look, it was bad enough when I'm still up at half past one this morning with it streaming on my TV via YouTube. And I'm just laying in bed like, I need to go to sleep because I've got to work. But I've got to watch these oh pools. Oh, my gosh. That is, that's dedication right there. Yeah, I remember falling asleep at one point during an ad break and then woke up and I was like, commentators have changed. Off. <laughs> Oh I was like, God. it's 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 good. it's too late now. Oh god! By that point, it was yeah. about three in the morning. I was like, yeah, I probably should go to bed. Uh, well, how how is like? I don't know much about Evo, as our listeners know. This is Pete's domain. Uh, how is it this year? Is it like? Because didn't it kind of oh, go through a rough patch? It, yeah. So last couple of years has been particularly <laughs> rough. So when I went in 2019 was when it was at its pinnacle. Uh, yes. Then we had all the uh, the smash allegations, the yep. uh, the allegation about one of the co-founders being uh, Dodge yes. as well. Uh, last year's was a very sort of lower lower attended event uh, one because of right. obviously still COVID. This yeah. year they have projected it's about fifteen thousand competitors. Wow! Holy seven crap. over seven thousand alone for Street Fighter Six. Holy literal crap, that's insane. I know, that's it's, awesome. the, it's the highest attended Evo of all time. So they've, and it's gone through swimmingly. There's been, apparently, there's been nothing holding anything Aww. up. It's been, even the streams have been perfect. Apart oh from, weirdly goodness. enough, um, uh, I think it's Toho Limited. Uh, uh-huh. Have um, copyright struck the uh, the pools from Street Fighter Six day one, which is really weird. Weird. Mm. that's very cool though after such a kind of i think at one point i may have even said the words on this show evo is dead it was because of the allegations yeah um, evo is not dead this is I'm, that is amazing that is very mm. good to hear uh don't worry nana i'm getting to that because yeah. let's be honest evo is always a time let's call it fight again christmas Oh goodness! Uh huh. Where we get some, um, we get some good announcements, and this year has been no different because my God, have there been some announcements? Oh, oh so dear. let's fire into it. This is why I wanted you, I wanted to go second because obviously we're going to start talking about in the news some of the evil yep. announcements that we have received. I'm going to cover some of these in a bit of shorter detail. I'm going to be honest; I haven't seen the gameplay for some of this. Some of these games, in fact. I've right. seen mm-hmm. some trailers, but that's about it. Uh, there was one that I'm going to cover in a bit more detail because I think it kind of warrants it a little bit more. It's okay. not to say that none of these announcements are better than the others, but one is probably right. a lot more impactful, let's say. Yeah. So, first of all, uh, we got a new trailer or a first proper look at gameplay or what the gameplay is potentially going to look like for Fatal Fury. Oh, very cool. The new oh, Fatal Fury yeah. game has been shown yeah. and it has been given the subtitle of City of the Wolves. Oh. Uh, it cool. looks very King of Fighters 15-esque, but Terry Bogart that has had sense. it. So they showed Rock Howard and Terry Bogart in action mm-hmm. and they look very, very good. 
Right. But it's just, it's very much running off the King of Fighters 15 engine. I've got no issues with that because King of Fighters 15 looks incredibly nice. So I'm just going to be interested to see what they do with it. Um, Next up, King of Fighters 15. Uh, They announced their next character that's coming out in September, I believe, or what what they call Fall. It's called Duo Lon, which is a character that was uh, shown off in... well, first revealed in the early 2000s King of Fighters games. Wow, very cool. Yes. Uh, don't know much about it because I haven't seen the trailer, but I will give it a watch at some point. Right. Right. Do you remember the influx of Smash clones that we've ha- we had oh, over yeah. the years? Oh, now, yes. Do you happen to remember one that might have bit, that might have hit the press a little bit and then what died out almost immediately after it released? Uh-huh. Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl yep. is getting a sequel. Okay. Yeah, okay. that was a bit of a strange announcement to me. I think that might have already been announced beforehand. But right. they revealed a character. Oh, dear. Plankton. Okay. I have so many thoughts, but go ahead, Pete. <laughs> That's all I've got to say about it. He's in a mech suit, and that's about all I can say, because that's all I've seen. Oh, my gosh. Like, I... Okay. I wanted it (laughs) to do well, because I love Spongebob. I love Nickelodeon. If you had to give me... I think I said this on the show, too. A choice between Nickelodeon and Disney, I'm going to pick Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Um, I just grew up with it. Disney Channel was for rich kids, and we couldn't afford it. So I didn't see a lot of Disney Channel stuff. Yep. Except when it was like a free weekend, which did happen. Mm. Um, but Nickelodeon was free. Uh, well, free. Um, it wasn't a premium channel. So like my whole whatever is Nickelodeon, especially SpongeBob. I love SpongeBob so much. Uh, and <laughs> so like I wanted, I wanted it to do well, and then it didn't do well. It kind of crapped the bed. Uh. So to hear that they're doing a sequel, and they're adding plankton, which I thought they had a plankton in the first one. They did. Maybe that obviously. was. Just, maybe it was just leaked, and then. I think it was potential were, that I think someone made yeah. a fake leak for it, but obviously they looked at that yeah. leak and gone, "Hmm, that was a good Ooh, character I like choice." I hope it does well. Like it's not. I can't really fathom, and Pete, you correct me if I'm wrong, or you have a different stance. I really can't see anything ever being Smash Levels because that's its own formula. Oh, it is, yeah, but... Yeah. But I don't mind them trying because, I again, I I, I love the Nickelodeon universe. Yeah. (laughs) The NCU. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Also, sorry, just an update to the King of Fighters. uh, Their newest newest character... Nadjit... And N-A-J-D, don't know who the hell that is. It comes out on August 8th, so a couple of days' time for those King oh, of Fighters wow. 15 fans. I can't believe it's already August. I know, it's ridiculous. Um, so this is an interesting point. This is coming from IGN, so all all the uh, all the links are in the show notes, as per usual, after the episode has finished recording live. Um... I'll just read this as is. As part of the Evo's industry showcase, publisher Game Mill Entertainment and developers Ludosity and Fairplay Labs also teamed up with Hungrybox to break down some of the new mechanics being added to the upcoming fighter. Cool. 
So clearly they might be taking a bit of impetus from the fact that they need to try and make this game competitive to right? survive yeah. a bit longer than a few months. I agree. Either that or they sure. gave them a very, very big bag. <laughs> Don't That's say. What you said. <laughs> anyway. Right. Let's move. I'll move on to the next one. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't know much about this game. <laughs> so there was a game that came out a not a couple of years ago called Rivals of Ether. Hey, that's very familiar. Yeah, it's an indie. It's an indie-based fighting game. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they came out to a panel to reveal that they're working on Rivals of Ether Two, now known as just Rivals Two. Don't no but they revealed two new characters okay. uh was it two new characters i think i want to see hang on uh no it shows a returning character and some gameplay oh. from it so uh yeah so the returning character is maypole it looks like a foxy raccoon of some sort oh that sounds cool. like i said don't know much about rivals of Ether, so sorry guys not gonna not gonna talk too much about that one Anyway, um, right, next up, uh, anime fighters. Let's talk anime fighters for a few minutes. Because okay. Grand Blue v- Fantasy vs. Rising near gameplay was released. And it revealed oh. a new character, Grimnir. So the Grand Blue v- uh, Fighting Versus series has been has grown in popularity ever since it appeared in Evo a couple a few years ago. And it okay. looks like this is another new version of it, kind of like what Blaze Blue was doing a few years ago. Right, right, right. So this just looks like a really good update to it. Um, I'm really interested in trying Grand Blue, but I don't know anyone else who plays it. So it's like, mm, do I really want to be playing a game that no one else I know is playing? Well, I do, but I don't play that game. But I like to play games that other people aren't playing, but I'm weird. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Is that I I find that fighting games are a lot more enjoyable when you have people to play them against and talk to about. I can see that. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. this might might not be on my on my radar, but it does. I, I really like the art style to it. At least it's very nice looking. Right. Next anime fighter we're going to talk about is a game called Undernight in Birth. And a night in birth, yes. Uh, do don't try and question the names because they've had some very strange names for their games, <laughs> like Undernight in Birth, EXE thing. Latest, and stuff like that. So they had EXE okay. Late, then the next version of it was called EXE Latest. Yep, don't don't ask. Um, okay. But they announced Undernight in Birth Two, Sis uh, Celis. Sure. Yeah, and it's coming for PS5, PS4, Switch, and PC. <laughs> no Xbox release. Well, I don't know what to say about that. I um, don't know if they normally release on Xbox or not. Uh, yeah, so this is another one. The Undernight and Birth series looks kind of cool. Don't know anyone who plays it, so... Well, man is... To- he did. That he looks so cool. I know. I know. Yeah. I might. Nana, if you're getting this game, I'll give you a shout because I want to play it real bad. That would be good. Yes. That would be good. So, um, this is actually this is one that I've omitted from the news stories because I thought I'd uh, I'd forgotten about it when I was putting my document together. Right. Riot Games happened to be right? at Evo. 
because okay. they showed off Project L. Which is what? Evo. Project L. Be a riot-based fighting game set in the League universe. Well, yeah, but I mean... Oh, wait, I remember reading about Project L. Yes, I do remember the, that. The uh, two-on-two Marvel-style yeah. fighting game by Riot Games. Yeah, okay, I do remember reading that, but that was months ago, so that's cool to hear that it's like comes to fruition. Yeah, they showed off a new character in depth. This is the one that I did watch. Uh, I actually can't remember the name of the character, but it's a, oh, it's a wind-based samurai tool Ooh. fighter. Cool. And uh, he looks cool as hell. Well, that's the thing about all the league, or to me, I mean, it's all uh, subjective, but all the league characters are have like this just cool factor that I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's and I. Well, see, the reason I this stood out to me was because um, I'd read about it a few weeks. Well, I'd say months ago, not yeah. even weeks, months ago. Uh, it's a good way to get into the League of Legends universe yeah. without actually playing League of Legends, which is, as we know, a toxic, horrible cesspool. Is, isn't that like basically watching Arcane as well? Oh, yes. Oh, always. Everyone should always. Well, I rewatched it recently and just bawled my head off. I've just, uh, I just remembered that I've got Netflix now. I keep forgetting oh, to watch it. it. I keep forgetting. It's not my account. No. It's my mum, so... <laughs> Yeah, but still, okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, watch it because, see, Pete and I, we rarely agree on movies and entertainment and TV show. But when we do agree, it's like... We really yeah, we agree, agree, yeah. Uh, I think on this one, you might... Act, like, I can predict that Pete will hate the Barbie movie. But I think you'll enjoy Arcane. You might not like all of it, but I think you overall, you'll like it. I yeah. I'm sure I will. Um, <laughs> the annoying thing is, is that not not about arcane obviously oh, uh, about project l yes is i really 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 want to play that game it looks so <laughs> cool but well, i can't support riot games right i can't support riot games they're terrible they're a terrible company i can't they are awful pete's very good at standing by his principles why do I have to be such a principled individual? Why do I have morals? <laughs> well, I think we have an episode you know, title, by the way. Well, probably, yes. Mm. I think that will work. Uh, yeah, because, like, some of us... Okay, it's... You know, everyone is different out there. I was going to say in America, but I mean in the world. Um, you know, you have to learn, if you can, to separate the art from the artist. Not everyone can do that. And I can't do it in every instance. Um, whereas mm. Pete has chosen since day one who he's going to support and who he's not, you know? And uh, you got to respect that. Yeah, I, uh, I got... I, 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 mine depends. I got rid of my Netflix account as soon as I added cuties to it. It's because I thought that was just, just gross. So I was like, ooh, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no doing uh, that. They couldn't uh, justify that one to me, but... No, they um, couldn't. Yeah. Anyway, I'm pretty liberal, but not that R liberal. Right. <laughs> so those are the most announcements that we've got so far. Oh, goodness. I've got one more to cover, but at the time of this recording, Evo is still ongoing. It's final yes. day, so that means there's going to be more announcements coming later in the day, so we might do a, a catch-up next week. 
for okay well, for those that, ones because yeah it's it's being rumored something big about Tekken 8 is coming so that would be good yeah mm. like a large I've said this before as well a large majority of our listeners are uh really into like esports and competitive fighting games mm-hmm. um stuff like that so we aim to please yes well i aim to misbehave i do have a question to ask of you quickly before i launch into this first proper news story absolutely do you happen to remember what the launch games were for the xbox one the x-bone oh my gosh uh i don't one of them was rise son of rome Oh my gosh, yes, I remember the whole the whole hype for that and then the whole <laughs> for it. And the other is the main topic of what we what I'm going to be talking about now. Okay. Iron Galaxy is returning to create a 10th year anniversary update for Xbox's Killer Instinct reboot later this year. I don't even remember that. Killer Instinct. What? No, Killer Instinct, yes. What but you said Iron Galaxy? Iron Galaxy, yes. So bit of background to this. This came out in twenty thirteen. It was a launch game for the Xbox One. Uh, if you remember it came out with a couple of characters and then piecemealed the rest of them later on. Was it first person one where you're in kind of like a futuristic. No, no? it's a fighting. No, it's a fighting game. That's what I'm saying. See, it's a two point five D. If I, you can't open this, so I can't send it to you. No, so, I can't. Uh, right. I have zero memory of that. Hang on, give me a moment. Uh, I will. While you're doing that, I will talk about Rise Son of Rome. I was so go for it. In that I the art was amazing. The graphics absolutely amazing, stunning even to this day. But then to find out it was just like quick time events, I was so disappointed because I love Roman, like the Roman Empire, the whole history and everything, and it was so on point. And just no, mm. it was bad. I don't like quick time event games. Yeah, you know, well, AQTE here and there, it's fine. Yeah, it's but the mostly entire fine. game. No. Ah, yes, some- that's from season one for sure. So let me just do this. Okay. I have no memory of the game that Pete is talking about. And guys, I've like... Whoa. Okay. You remember that? Scared me a bit. I don't. Wow. Okay. That stage is not from season one, by the way. But those two characters are. Right. Okay. The wolfy guy looks familiar. Yeah, Saber Wolf. Oh, and Jago. I do know that. Yes. Okay. But you okay, know, okay, you okay. obviously know of Killer Instinct. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay. So, background to it was it came out in 2013. It was a launch game for the Xbox One. The first season was originally made by Double Helix Studios. Right. Uh, but Double Helix, during halfway through development of season one, were bought by Amazon Studios. Yeah. So that I do remember. They then passed development over to Iron Galaxy. Who then completed the rest of the, who completed the rest of the game's development, as well as season two and season three. I don't know if there right. was a season four, to be fair. Right. But I don't remember anyway. 
So yeah, that's that, I have no memory of it. But anyway, that is the background to it because right. I, I forgot all about Killer Instinct, to be honest. I I don't I did and I didn't. Like I if I'm ever discussing fighting games, it is one of the first ones that I think of. Mm-hmm. But I don't like, you know. Yeah. Wake up in the morning, okay. brush my teeth, and think of Killer Instinct. No, right. Let me read the story. So, uh, the update, which was announced on stage at this week's Evo event in Las Vegas, will include balanced tweaks, improved matchmaking, and 4K support for Series X and S. Now that's interesting that it's getting 4K support for the S as well. To be fair, you're right, Pete. Yeah. So, uh, the reboot of Rare's classic fighting game franchise, which was released on the Xbox One in 2013, developed by Double Helix, was supported with updates and new characters until 2016. So, after Double Helix sales to Amazon post-launch development was moved to Iron Galaxy. So, this is a quote. We're doing a balance update and a major, major upgrade to all PlayFab services. Uh, Mike uh, James Goddard, design director on Killer Instinct 2nd and 3rd season, told the audience at EVO. Matchmaking's a lot smoother, tournaments are easier, and more KI for the next 10 years. I mean, cool. So, this might be why you might have heard some rumblings about it. Right, okay. Um... Xbox boss Phil Spencer discussed the possibility of Microsoft bringing back the Killer Instinct series in a 2021 yes. interview. Yes, where I do remember that. I quote, I will just say, Matt Booty who, uh, and I have discussed many times KI and where we would like to go with it, and it's not out of our minds that it might be out of our it might be out of our minds, but it's in our hearts and in our minds that we want to continue to do something with KI. Here I, we go, everyone. KI is back, baby! I 100% remember that quote, and I remember the, the Twitter verse discussing it and everything. So that is actually really, really good to hear. I don't know if it'll get me back into fighting games, um, but it's definitely tweaked my my uh, interest. Tweaked oh my interest? Oh Whatever. dear, oh dear. <laughs> But Sincho has arrived. Yes, that's why I said Killer Instinct is back, baby. Yes. I uh, never really got into the KI 2013. Really? Oh, 2013. I have zero memory of it. No, I tried to play it. I was trying to play it not on an arcade stick. But uh, now that I've got a PC and this new patch coming, I think I'm going to give it a good old college try this time. Put a little English on the ball. Um, yeah, that's... I like It's definitely piqued my interest enough that I would actually take a look at it. Yeah. You know. uh, also, just as a final Evo story, because, Sencho, you missed it. I covered all the announcements that have been made so far. Uh, but this story came up in VGC uh, only probably about an hour or so ago. Bit, oh, there you go. Um Pictures circulating on social media from this week's Evo event appear to confirm the recent Tekken 8 roster leak. So this is an update to a story we did a couple of weeks ago. Yep. So the images which show the character Steve, as well as a look at the roster, were reportedly taken at the at the Tekken 8 booth at Evo, uh, where players have been given the chance to try the game, try out the game. The game's roster was allegedly leaked last month thanks to Cheat Engine, a PC application that allows players to manipulate their games by via various community-made scripts. So, yeah. Um, the images that are going around do, in fact, confirm a uh, um, certain Mr. Fox. A Steve Fox. 
and uh, yeah you can see the actual character images there so basically the characters that we we revealed on there are all shown so oh boy that's not a good leak for them which is a real real shame of course I mean, it is, but I always stand by my assessment that most leaks are intentional anyway. I don't know if this one was. I really don't. I will take your word for that. Maybe well, yeah. No. Well, it's the well because it's come via a closed, closed beta test, and someone's run an right. external script to see if they can crack the game. Yeah, this isn't. This wasn't intended. I don't. Oh, think. okay. Oh, a rare unintended leak. Well, well, know. the fact the fact <laughs> that they have left the full roster in that closed network test is a little bit on the stupid side, to be honest. But yep. I, I guess I don't know game development that much. To, you know, how how difficult is it to create a demo version of a game that doesn't include the full data of the full from game? What, from what I understand, which is very limited, please, for your game dev, correct me. Um demos are actually full games yeah i've it's heard that out. as well yeah. i've heard it again i was yeah. going to try some uh, with the killer in six three i was going to try some interesting stuff but i couldn't think of a good way to say rise out rise from the grave <laughs> that's terrible uh <laughs> yeah right okay we've got some clearing up to do of a certain story we covered last week Go for it. Hasbro apologizes for claiming Activision lost its Transformers games. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, let wow. Me, let me read the story and we'll make comments yes. in a minute. So, Hasbro has apologized for claiming that Activision had lost its Transformers games and that the reason, and that is the reason why they aren't on Game Pass. So, in an interview with Transformers World uh, last week, a member of the Hasbro team said it would like to see Microsoft revive Activision's old Transformers games via Game Pass. It claimed, however, this may not be possible because it is believed Activision had lost the hard drives containing the games. I remember that. Um, this is a quote. Sadly, apparently Activision not uh, Activision's not sure what hard drives they're on in their building. Um, when a company eats a company that eats a company, things get lost, and that's very frustrating. I remember that quote very clearly. Um, anyway, I'll move away from that because we all heard that anyway. So uh, Now, in a statement to VGC, the company has apologised to Activision, saying the comments were made in error. Oh, Air quotes goodness. to those listeners. Um, quote, to clarify, comments that suggest uh, Transformers games have been lost were made in error. Hasbro's official statement reads, Methinks the lawyers got involved. That's exactly what happened, yes. <laughs> uh, we apologise to Activision and regret any confusion. They've been great partners and we look forward to future opportunities to work sure. together. Oh, goodness. Wow, that was a CYA moment. If you don't know what that means, it means cover it, yo, ass. Uh Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> also, holy hell, I've just looked down to see that uh, Cain Blue River's not in the Marvel final. What? Wow, Pete, that's really... I don't care. Cool or bad? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Sencha. I'm glad you, you appreciated my, my shock. <laughs> I either support you or I am sad for you. <laughs> well, Kane Blue River is like one of the best Marvel players out there at the moment. So for him to not win a tournament is quite shocking. 
I will take your... Oh, of course, the Zero May Cry. Of course it was. Stupid Zero May Cry. Guys, I'm lost. It's a good um, uh, Zero May Cry is a team that consists of Zero from uh, Mega Man X. Oh! Um, Zero, yeah. Dante and Virgil from Devil May Cry. Hence the name Zero May Cry. Ooh, I see. That actually makes sense. Yes. Yes, it does. But yeah, of course. Anyway, back to Hasbro. Yes. So, yeah, this this does feel like a, a cover your ass sort of moment, doesn't it? Yes, it does. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's some lawyers getting in there. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you think the lawyers are getting involved because there is actually work being done to get these games now onto Game Pass? I wonder, uh, I do wonder how it connects up with the whole Microsoft Activision thing. Um, because clearly it does. I just can't quite find the link. And mm. it must be there's it there's something there we're missing. There's some a little bit of drama underneath the the thing, um, which does tell me that Transformers the game is not dead. Is exactly how I feel about this. There's mm-hmm. something something because they wouldn't they wouldn't you know call in the lawyers if not. Uh, I th- I think that's. M- purely because the story actually probably went a bit further than that that person ever expected it to so yeah. they, they now had to sort of go mm, yeah Whoop. let's cover ourselves on this one maybe yep because see gaming rights is kind of strange it's very similar to like uh you know movie rights like as we know we talked about earlier marvel is split between you know like well it used to be fox fox is now owned by disney also, Sony had some rights to, you know, certain characters, blah, blah, blah. You know, so it gets very muddled. Yeah, the, the Spider-Verse stuff is Sony. The Fox, the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and... Blade? For a while? I think, I think was was at Fox. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it very muddled. And I think that's what's happened here. Uh, is someone went, oh! Yeah, uh, Sencho. Yeah. Unfortunately, the platinum game does not come in. Does not fall into this. I don't think it does anyway. Who made that? Do you know? Top of your head. What you mean? The platinum game studios made Transformers game. Oh, I got you now, <laughs> guys. I'm very slow tonight. I told you. I warned you ahead of time. Her uh-huh. yeah, platinum games. games, which we have mentioned on this show like five thousand times, by the way. Yes, uh, yes, we do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Let's. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna get through these next two stories. Well, this next story a little bit quicker than the 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 one after because we've got a that's bigger story said. to cover at the end. That's gonna require that's a little bit more. Said. Shut up. Right. Um. Dead by Daylight. Yes. What franchise do you believe would come to it next? Because we recently had Nick Cage. That's true. Which now, really threw me off. what classic horror franchise yeah. would you think See, to be next? That's really That really threw me off um, when they did Nick Cage. It was cool. It just really threw me off. Uh, I don't know. Psycho. That would be cool, actually. I really think that would be a good idea. However, you're not... You're very wrong. I'm very wrong, but yes. <laughs> yes, because 
this particular franchise started out as horror, but has uh-huh. veered very, very far away from the horror franchise it started as. I mean, Nick Cage, come on. He's horrifying. Have you seen his acting skills? I love Face Off. It's terribly acted, but I do actually Take his love face, face off. off. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> because it's so bad. <laughs> Why do I still remember that quote? And that weird thing. <laughs> oh, to me, like the fun, one of the funniest things about it is, you know when you know when he's doing the uh, qu- the singing in the church and he just suddenly goes behind the choir yes. and he's like, <laughs> it's so weird. It's just weird. so weird. Anyway, getting getting back to yes. the story. Yes, let's get back to the the, the next horror franchise that is set to make an appearance in Dead by Daylight is Alien. I have thoughts. Let me, read, let me read the story yes. and then we'll yes. get to that. So, developer okay. Behaviour Interactive has released a teaser trailer that appears to show a recreation of the Nostromo ship from 1979's Alien movie. The I'm trailer also shows a brief glimpse of the xenomorph creature from the movie, which screams and jumps into the screen. I'm going to so, have to watch that trailer. Okay. Yep. According to the trailer... Yep. More information on the Alien DLC will be made available on August 8th. So two days from now, as uh, well, a day after, you know, once this goes live. <laughs> I'll get into that in a minute, all right? Yes. God damn it. So, Laura, uh, Alien is the latest uh, uh, of many classic horror franchise characters to make crossover appearances, so... This is in order. So we've got Michael Myers and Laurie Strode from Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill from Left, of, Left for Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Freddy Krueger and yep. Quentin Smith from Nightmare on Elm Street. Pig Mask Amanda and David, uh, David Tapp from Saw. I actually didn't mm-hmm. know they were in there. Ash from yep. Evil Dead. Uh, Ghostface from Scream. The Demogorgon. Steve and Nancy from Stranger Things. Yeah. Pyramid Head and Cheryl from Silent Hill. Nemesis Leon and Jill from Resident Evil. Pinhead from Hellraiser. Yeah. Uh, Pinhead. Sadako and Yoshi As- Asakawa uh, from Ringu. Uh, Wesker, Ada and Rebecca from Resident Evil. And Nick Cage from nothing yeah. else. Just Nick Cage. Just Nick so, uh, Games uh, has also featured numerous original villains and protagonists since its initial yes. launch in 2016. So, all in all... I have a twink the, in there, by the way. Uh, the Alien update will be the 34th piece of DLC added to the game. 34th. I mean, can I talk? Can, are we ready to share our thoughts? Let me. Well, let me finish this because okay. it's the final statement. Earlier this year, it was announced that a film adaptation of Dead by Daylight is in production at Blumhouse, the studio behind The Purge, Insidious, Paranormal Activity, and Get Out! Well, I mean, I guess that is the perfect... You know, well, Blumhouse are like, yeah, you know, they're very much centered on horror movies, so that sort yeah. of makes sense. I'm just yeah. not sure how this is technically going to work in terms of licensing logistical nightmares to yeah. try to, unless they just stick with their original characters. Yeah, I mean, so the original characters, okay, so Dead by Daylight, are we ready to talk about this? Yes, Karen. Okay. I don't like these types of games. I, mm, 
I'm always looking when I had friends back in the day. Mm. Um, I would always be looking for games to play with other friends because I do I like playing with friends. Uh, so I did attempt Dead by Daylight like one or two times. It's not the game for me. Mm -hmm. I don't like these kinds of games. They're not my style. Um, but the popularity of them and that fantastic—I can't remember what it's called—where you go ghost hunting together. Um, but uh, it really took off in stuff. And the original characters are really interesting, actually. And they each have different abilities, obviously, and all that kind of stuff. I hope our audience is familiar with the Dead by Daylight format. Um, you're like four or five survivors, uh, trying to escape a horror. Sorry, one a second. Um, Sencho, terror? I've got no sound on. Can you let me know if this is a big announcement? Okay. Thank you. Um, no, some people have just come no, onto stage actually, and I'm worried. I'm worried. What oh, I'm goodness. Carry on, carry we on. We might have live breaking news. I can't believe it. Um, but anyway, so having said all that, I know that the people who play Dead by Daylight and who are you know, uh, avid watchers or streamers and stuff. They really love it. And I love that they love it. Um, I think it's amazing. I just feel like, I don't know, the more, the more characters they added, the more it just, even though I do love Pinhead, um, the more it just felt commercially, which is probably stupid on my part. But I don't disagree. I actually, like the more they added more classic horror franchises, it became a bit more commercialized. I kind of feel like that, which is maybe just me being—I don't know. I don't know. But adding the xenomorph is interesting. Ah. Uh, okay. Um. Just for our audience at home, you guys can't see this. We're on in the middle of like a live breaking thing because Pete and several of our uh, watchers are watching Evo live as it mm. happens, which is kind of cool, actually. Um, so if anything like new and surprising pops up, we're going to break for that. Um, but having a xenomorph is interesting because I can't lie. Like I've said this so many times, I'm not into horror games. They don't scare me. I don't have like a, a fear reflex like normal people do. Um, it's just not my thing. Horror movies don't scare me unless they're psychological. It's just not a thing. Mm. Alien Isolation, while it didn't scare me, scare me. It still gave me enough like, oh, that's really cool. You know? Uh, oh cool. yeah. Isolation's really good. Yeah. So, like, them bringing the Xenomorph in is actually kind of cool, but you know what I'm really kind of thinking is cool, and it has piqued my interest, not as, like, in a, like, I don't want to play the game, but I kind of want to look around. I want to see the Nostromo. Oh, that would be cool. I really like Those are some of my favorite movies for people who are following along. Um, um, I love walking around that. That uh, would be very cool. Okay, I'm just going to be honest here. Um... There's only two good alien movies ever. It's I knew you were going to say that, it's Pete. It's kind of a crap <laughs> franchise now. Well, it's okay. Let's okay. Okay. Let's break for our film talk. Uh, aliens one is a thriller horror. Please like never them. call it aliens one. It's just alien. Well, I know, but I want people to understand what I'm talking about. Uh, okay. Alien. Which is kind of ingenious how they named it Aliens as the sequel. Anyway, that's not mm -hmm. the point. Um, the damn Jimmy a, Cameron. It is a thriller. Like, 
well straight up like psychological horror more like yes and that's why i love it because i'm i'm there man and also so many quotable lines uh and then uh aliens 2 i actually enjoy some people are not i know aliens but just deal with it crying Um, it's hard i know this is mostly just for our listeners ah that's what she said um it took it in a different direction it was more like um kind of overt horror yeah. monster horror does that make sense uh, cre- uh creature creature horror creature, i think it is yeah 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 and it was really good that way uh and then it got it just got more and more loopy but that's because they got that guy yui no so um weirdly enough alien free had david fincher yeah see which, i which is he's yeah he's incredible but he's you know horror guy he, yeah he really stuffed that one up i i kind of liked aliens yeah. but i really mm. love the terrible one um uh what all of them since what you mean no, alien resurrection. resurrection oh god i you, have you, you a mean, weird you mean the the one that has and a certain actor that I didn't realize actually looks like a toe. Or a thumb. That be? Ron Perlman. Okay, Ron Perlman is not an attractive man. If that's yeah, what you yeah, mean. yeah, he looks like a toe. Yes, he does. But he he usually wears like prosthetics and stuff. He's a good actor. He's a yeah. Take nothing away from his ability as an actor. But. No, him out of prosthetics is not the most attractive man. It's true. Um, but um, there was this show in the 80s, guys. Time for a tangent! Uh, there was this show in the 80s, I think, or 90s or whatever, but my mom used to watch it, and she bought it on VHS. That's how much she loved it. It was like Beauty and the Beast or something. Mm-hmm. And it had the chick that played Sarah Connor. Um, Linda Hamilton. Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. And Ron Perlman was the beast. And he had, like, all this, like, makeup on and stuff. And I didn't really... I didn't... I was way too young. I should probably watch it. But she absolutely adored mm. that series. And it's funny to go back and see, like, Ron Perlman in this full, like, lion beast makeup. And mm-hmm. people freaking loved it. Yeah. And then when he was out of makeup, it was like, oh, he's not that sexy. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, what were we talking about? I forgot, Pete. Alien. <laughs> oh, yes, alien. <laughs> um, it, to be fair, if you're going to do something like Dead by Daylight, I guess Alien is kind of a natural progression. Yeah. It's just not my thing. Like, I'm so happy for the people that it is their thing. Don't yes. get me wrong. Uh, Chloe uh, was popping off in her Discord about this because apparently she oh, called well, it. She... she she is a big Dead by Daylight player, as you know. Oh, and she called yes, it on yes. stream about 24 hours before <laughs> it got announced. She was like, wouldn't, oh. wouldn't Alien be cool for Dead by Daylight? And then it happened. Oh, that's very cool. Chloe, I know you're out there watching every single episode, and that is very cool. <laughs> Look, I I, I wanted awesome. to get my, guy, my, my group into Dead by Daylight, but then saw that I had to pay money for it and was like, no thanks. I mean, like I said, I'm very thrilled for the fans that love it. It's just not my thing. Yeah, if it's on Game Pass, I probably will try it at some point, and I should, really. I would play it, like, if I was 
drunk with friends. I'd have to be drunk a and also have friends, of which I do not have. Okay. I can get drunk though. Yes, that's a that's a standard requirement anyway. Yes. Right, we've we've pretty much bottomed out this complete new, this new story. So let's move yeah, we on. Have. So um, I need to know your opinion on a certain franchise, mm-hmm. and I guarantee I know what the answer is going to be. Uh huh. Let's find out. Out of the we? out of the five games in the series, what one would you say is your favorite in the Elder Scrolls series? Oh. That's so great! This yay subject I can talk about. Uh, <laughs> this is almost like I put this in there for you. Yes, um, especially while Evo is happening, this is even better. I was actually thinking of this the other day. My absolute favorite one is Oblivion. Believe it or not, it is Oblivion. It is claimed that the studio co-developing the upcoming Metal Gear Solid Three remake is also working on a remake of Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion. Oh, that's so cool! That's so cool! I knew I... you were going to say Oblivion, that's why. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm ready to go on my tangent now, Pete. You want to finish no, the story? No, let, let me read the story. <laughs> so that's so a Reddit user said to be a former employee of Virtuous made the claim in a now-deleted post on the Gaming Leaks and Rumors subreddit, as reported mm-hmm. by Xfire. The user was reportedly verified by the subreddit's mods as being a legitimate former Virtuous employee. If this verification process was accurate, it could lend more credibility to their claims. According to the user, Virtuous is working on five separate projects, of which the remake of Metal Gear Solid 3 is only one. Now, we already know about that one anyway, so... Mm -hmm. We do. The user claims that the studio is also working on Project Alta, uh, which is which they say is either a remake or remaster of Oblivion, which will use, which will make use of a pairing system that will run the game on both Unreal Engine 5 and the Oblivion engine. They clearly didn't do their, uh, do their due diligence because it's the creation engine. I know, I'm like, Oblivion engine? Yes, uh-huh. I'm, I just read that and I was like, oh, VGC. That makes me a little... Mm-hmm, let, let, a little yeah, I think it's because they've added in anyway so for quote um for instance uh new graphics are rendered in the unreal engine project unreal engine 5 project but most of the gameplay physics are still done in the oblivion engine they claim which is probably where they put it in the post right so they also say that the project will be released at the end of 2024 or early 2025 depending mostly on if it's a remake or remaster and that the game is mostly being made in virtuous's parish studio huh. so other projects virtuous is working on according to the user are massive described as monster hunter cross with shadow of the colossus an expansion for amazon's mmo new world and a narrative climbing game codenamed omnius Hmm. Interesting. So, anyway, let's move on and talk no, about this talk- a bit more. Okay, I was like, I want to talk about this way. Yeah, I know. So, uh, that's what I meant. That's the story. That's, you know. Yes, we're done with the story part. Let's go to the tangent part. Yay! So, what most of you youngins out there may not know, you younger folks, uh, but Pete will know, <laughs> is when Oblivion first came out, like there was nothing even in comparison and what i mean by that is uh like collision detection at that point i remember being so excited that you could jump on a table and kick the apple bowl yes or pick up 
stock in Apple. And that was huge. You could not do that in anything. Mm. Um, you would usually clip through it or it would be a solid thing. You, that was your choice. Um, and the fact that you could like bump the apple bowl and it would, the apples would go spilling over. I was just like, oh my gosh. And then not only was it beautiful and Jeremy Soul's music is like so top notch. Just, I used to listen to the soundtrack just by itself over and over, like all day, all day long. It was, 20, um, was it a 2016 game? No, 20, 2006, no, sorry. No. 2006. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant because um, I was like 2011 for Skyrim, so I spent five mm -hmm. years making that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then I did all the DLC as well, and it was came out of like a two or three year oh, like life. It was it? it for me at the time. Now, I mean, obviously, I've matured and moved on and, and everything like that. For me at the time, it was an absolute perfect game. I mean, Vegas hadn't quite made it out yet because it was Fallout Three was out at, you know, I think yeah, Fallout Three came out after Oblivion or before. I can't remember. Uh, uh, that's when my Bethesda obsession started, by the way. Fallout 3 <laughs> came after, because I think was Fallout 3 was 2008. Okay, and then 2010 was New Vegas, so yes, you're correct. Um, so Oblivion was the first time where I personally, outside of a PC RPG, um, you just could lose yourself for hours. And then the, the, the quests were I never finished the main quest on Oblivion to this day I've never finished the main quest because way, I you haven't finished would. the main quest of Fallout 4 either it's true yeah I haven't um, <laughs> but um, the side quests were amazing the DLC uh, Shimmering Isles all of that was amazing I mean yes they crapped the bed with uh, like um, uh, 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 horse armor but I got distracted by uh, chat yeah uh, <laughs> Yeah. 2004 half -Life. for Half-Life 2. Yeah, so Half-Life 2 was out, and yes, that was the leader in the physics engine. Um, yeah, well, that whole game far. was physics-based anyway, so... It was, and I remember being absolutely blown away on Half-Life 2 that you could get on the merry-go-round and you could kick the swing. Yes. Because in, like... I don't remember what game it was. I was going to say it was Fallout, but it wouldn't have been Fallout 2. Uh, I don't remember what game it was. You couldn't kick the swing. It was solid. Yeah, uh, there's probably several games of that era that have done something Yeah, similar. whatever was out at that time. Um, but uh, this was on such a micro level. Uh, you know, like the, like the apples. and I keep harping on the apples because I just remember my jaw completely dropping. Which is so funny to people nowadays, I'm sure, who did not experience that. But back then, that was such a big deal. <laughs> and um, I just sunk so much time into Oblivion that it is forever going to be, like, it's superior to suck Skyrim for mm -hmm. me. You know, so I'm very happy to hear that. Fair enough. I think, yeah. I have but... a minor amount of thoughts on this one. Uh-huh. Because, well, <laughs> I played Oblivion when it first came out. I wasn't yes. a fan because I... You're not an RPG fan, though. I'm not an RPG guy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's just... It's quite hard for me to get into an RPG unless it's... Let's be honest, it's a Mario RPG, because they're easy. Yes. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Everyone's no, but things. I was blown away by the level of detail in the game. You know, like the collision, sure. you know, the, uh, the engine itself. Like, NPC yeah. interaction was always quite fun in that well, game as well. Yeah. But do you really then... feel... That nearly 20 years later, 
Yeah, that's a horrifying thought, by the way. I that's insane, Pete, and I kind of want to have a heart attack right now. <laughs> Me, how do you think I feel? I'm two, three months older than you. Oh my gosh, it can't be. See, oh the chat's popping dude. off as well. I was like, stop, Pete, no, because now the realization oh is set in. It's three years away from its twenty-year anniversary. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay. Uh, let, let me finish the point I was going Yes, Pete. Of nearly 20 years old, do we really feel it needs a remake or remaster? I don't, because I still think it's very much playable. Well, it is, but, like, it is 100% playable, uh, because I've gone back and messed around with it. Um, but Brent... as I think Sencho mentioned... I think it was Sencho... No, Brent uh... mentioned it, I think. If well, it's no, Sky... Uh, Skylivian... Oh um, right, okay. Which is a com like someone has oh, it's a fan made in project. Exactly, a fan made uh, project where they've gone and modded okay. and used uh, just upgraded Oblivion okay. to Skyrim, and it is so playable. It's just a good game. That, that's you know? cool as hell. But actually, I'm going to yeah. agree with Brent's point where he says I think they should have remade Morrowind first. I think Morrowind. <sighs> okay, if we're gonna let's. Again, we'll do a little minor tangent here, which is not really a tangent because we are talking about this. Mm -hmm. uh, Morrowind broke the mold of RPGs at the time um, because I think Dragon Quest 500 million was out, Baldur's Gate 5,000. No, Baldur's Gate's only. We didn't talk about Baldur's Gate, by the way. We should have. Um, uh, I think it's too. Uh, I think it's too early to discuss. But it did crash Steam. I I want to mention it a little bit, and I'll mention it at the end of this point. Um, but uh, I recently watched my other favorite streamer, I Am Krusty. Aha! Bingo. Um, bingo. Um, he played the remake or the re the updated version of Morrowind. Oh yeah, because I had a bit. Of, they had a patch. They didn't did. They? they had a little patch. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I think he played it in VR even, and nice. watching it. You can see so many echoes of what Oblivion and Fallout became. Mm -hmm. So there is a kind of like, this came first and it really broke the mold. It's the building blocks, basically. It really was. Um, it's, but at the same time, it is so aged out. It is clunky. It is like, it would have to be recreated from the ground up, I think, mm -hmm. and updated that way. Um, not, I don't think it would ever do with like a San Andreas remake that was oh, shoved at us. Oh, you mean the <laughs> you remasters know? that we got? Remaster. Oh, Sorry, God. I meant remaster. I think it would have to be remade as opposed to remastered, but that's just my... Yeah, to be honest with you, I'm getting to this point where I'm getting bored of this constant talk of everything needs to be remade, remastered and all of that. I think the only time that we really need to see a remake for a game is if it is literally unplayable at this point, either through the fact that it's no longer available on digital platforms or oh. or it has got game-breaking bugs in it that you need to get rid of those. So, uh, and, to put it, because obviously someone's going to go back and find this out, me talking about Mario RPG Remake, the game wasn't available to us for the longest period of time right. in Europe, so that is warranted, I think. Yeah, I mean, that is true. I only found that out through you. Um, but um, 
I think, and again, I have said this before, and I still stand by it, the way the Master Chief Collection did it, mm -hmm. the only thing they've ever done right. Still the best uh, thing. Still the best thing is the fact that you can flip back and forth between present and old style. Yep. And I love that. And then, of course, uh, Halo 2 was completely redone. Yeah, um, in everything basically in the same way that they did CE or uh, Anniversary Edition for Halo 1, wasn't it? Yeah, they, yeah, you can flip back and forth. They didn't redo the cutscenes, though. Oh, okay. They just, yeah. But the Halo 2 cutscenes are redone in just, I don't know what engine they use, but it, they look amazing. Mm. Um, but what I'm really har harping on, obviously, is the fact that you can switch back Karen. and forth. You can switch back and forth between uh, modern and classic, uh, which I personally would love to see on more games uh, that they're redoing and stuff like that. Uh, because you don't lose the old style. Like Morrowind, I think, would be perfect for that. Mm. To flip between you know, modern and classic because so many people adhere to the classic. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's still a little bit clunky and outdated. It was a little bit before my time, whereas Oblivion was right in my time. Mm. <laughs> Um, yep. Just coming to the comments, Centro just put, yeah, just copy and pasting assets into UE5 uh, for money sure is easier. I'm going to yeah. say it doesn't always that's, work. I mean, like, uh, that's not exactly what they did for San Andreas because they didn't use Unreal no, Engine 5. No, they used they the mobile version of it originally. No, yeah. I have an actual better example of it. Oh, okay. And this is more prevalent, uh, is when they made Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Oh, goodness. And they made Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite on UE4, and they tried to port some of the assets from Marvel 3, from the, which was made on MT Framework Engine. Yeah. And, oh, boy, that did not work well. Oh, okay, gosh. Okay, the, 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 budget, <laughs> the budget was slim from Capcom's side as yes. well. So, yes. Um, yeah, uh, admittedly, but that game looked horrendous in some of its character models. And I've been uh, I've been warned about my second strike. I'm I'm really looking forward to that third strike. Oh, goodness. oh, uh, oh, Pete, that's terrible. Uh, yeah, chat's popping off. Yeah, you come here for the fighting game jokes. That's why. Uh, that's right. Yes, we're here for the fighting game jokes. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, Sincho says you, you redeemed yourself. That there you one. go. <laughs> but um. Yes, Pete, you want to go to the next one? Please. This is our final story. But it is, uh, it is, it is a large one. So do you, oh, that's what she said. Ah. Good. I didn't know if I wanted to talk about this one, but then as the news kept going on and on and on and on, <sighs> I have to talk about it, don't we? Okay. So, quote, sources... Nintendo uh -huh. targets 2024 with next-gen console. Oh, yes, Pete, we did. We were going to talk about this, weren't we? <laughs> yes. Let me read the story because, uh, my yes. God, this I might take a while. I want to hear your thoughts. Yep, I want to hear your thoughts on this one. So, development kits for Nintendo's next console are with key partner studios with launch plan for next year, sources have told VGC. According to multiple people with knowledge of Nintendo's next-generation console plans, the console is likely to release new hardware during the second half of 2024. 
to ensure that it has ample stock available on day one and to avoid the kind of shortages seen with the PS5 and Series X and S. Pretty smart. Although specific details on the console are being kept closely guarded, those VGC spoke to indicated the next-gen console would be able to be used in portable mode similar to the Switch. So... Two sources VGC spoke to uh, suggested that the console could launch with an LCD screen instead of the more premium OLED screen in order to bring down costs, especially considering the increased storage needed for higher fidelity games. The current Switch comes with just 32 gigs of internal memory, while many current gen games are obviously over 100 gigs on the PS4, PS5 (laughs) and Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S. Oh dear. Uh, like its predecessor, the new Nintendo console will also accept physical games via a cartridge slot. Uh huh. Yay. Wow. Okay. We need to discuss that, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, let's. So, anything that we find interesting, let's talk about it. So, let's talk about this one, shall we? The okay. physical games, the, the cartridge yeah. slot. What, what's your thoughts? Well, I'll say this. As we know, I have a Switch. I've turned it on once. Um, I actually do own a game. A uh, game. I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. I think it was Smash. I can't remember. Oh, my gosh. So for those who don't know, they're about this big. Yeah, then. When, you're, when your games are about this big, Pete, I am thinking digital's the better way to go. Just think of how much you could fit in that little package. Oh, that's what she said. <laughs> you queue them up. I, I queue them up. You knock them down. Yep, exactly. Um, but like, God, really, I'm bothered that I can't remember what game I have. Is, Doesn't no, matter. Um, yes, but uh, that is some. Um, I mean, I guess a powerful package in a little tiny box. But that's what she said. Yep, um, but it's still, it's so like you can lose it and stuff. And uh, oh my gosh, Sincho, that's all I. Okay, Sincho says for our listeners at home. Uh, now the important question is, did you lick the cartridge, Kylie? I am fascinated, absolutely fascinated by the idea that Nintendo coated the cartridges in a bad tasting thing. Uh, I don't know what to call it. Coding. Uh, And like to discourage little kids, I guess, from swallowing it. Mm -hmm. I have not been brave enough to actually lick a cartridge. Pete, you have though, haven't you? Yeah, it tastes like hell. Yeah, see? (laughs) (laughs) I literally just went, no. I can't believe they did that, but also it's ingenious. It's a good idea. Uh, it is like it literally is because they're that they're little, they're tiny. Now, now they know they know what they need to do for the next switch. Smaller cartridges with an even worse See? taste. And my point is, get rid of the cartridges altogether. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we'll do Sinjo that. Sinjo has issued a challenge. Oh God, no. I think. In a hot tub. Oh, no, yes. no, 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 no. I I have a hot tub, and I've told Pete before, if he ever visits, well, fully clothed now, don't get any bad ideas, you terrible, awful people. Uh, but, 
we should do a podcast from my hot tub because <laughs> that would be hilarious okay. um but i do think okay maybe on episode 200 we will we will each lick a nintendo cartridge oh. okay cool yeah. that sounds like a deal anyway i have it i have <laughs> a small thought about this one uh-huh i'm sure you do i'm sure you have many thoughts about it um physical games via the next version of the switch yes big well, you fan know how you're... big fan yes however you know i have a bit of a concern what is that pete well being the fact that it runs on a tegra x1 hard uh chipset yes yes uh, how easy is it going to be to emulate that via their new process their new chipset does that right. then mean that any physical additions are going to struggle yes. to be emulated? I, based on my very limited knowledge, folks out there in TV land, I think that's exactly what that means, Pete. Mm. Yeah, so I Which think... Is disappointing. I, I, it would be disappointing because there's obviously people out there like myself who like to play physical. Yeah. Um, so... I think the digital games will get next next gen updates, let's say. Uh-huh. But that if Nintendo was smart and consumer friendly, which we all know they're Some... not. I was gonna say sometimes they can be, but I mean overall the track record is not. Um this is the same company that has sold you multiple versions of Super Mario Brothers across <laughs> all their various platforms. I think that's your answer right there, but go ahead, Pete. Um, Finish your thought that the nintendo online service so the nso mm-hmm. service will stick around yes but yes. We'll, we may get to that in a bit yeah um physical games will not but there will be a, a way to turn them digital okay but like ultimately what you're saying is what i think you're saying is you're gonna have to rebuy everything um essentially yes and no to some degree so what Mm -hmm. i think they might do is they might have a way of verifying any switch purchases via a physical edition via the cartridge slot Uh and then offer you the ability much like they did at the beginning of this generation to upgrade to the next generation version at a cost yeah because playstation pulled the same move if we remember correctly on certain on certain games ubisoft did it activision did it Nana, can you get that, please? Yeah, that's a uh, band hammer right Thank there. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so I, I worry about that a little bit because extra costs just for the sake of the digital. Um, yeah, not great. Uh, also, LCD screen compared to an OLED. Very unusual. Right, that's the part I wanted to talk to you but about. What do you for, think about that? Um... I don't disagree with it because um, LCD screens are nice to some degree. Yeah. Um, There are different configurations of LCD screens, so some look better than others. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with any 4K display or OLED display. It's a similar similar principle. So uh, they're configured to a certain way, and we all know that obviously Nintendo was not a fan of adding the OLED screen on the original Switch. But look what they managed to do with the LCD screen on the original launch version. It still looks yeah. pretty damn nice to some to some extent. So I've got no problem with the LCD screen so long as they configure it well. Well, 
I think you're correct, uh, because I do remember the kind of hubbub against the... What was that, Pete? What? I heard a sound. I heard my, a sound. Could have been my phone vibrating on my desk. Oh, it's probably that. Um, but yes, yes, it was. Pete, do, do, what, was it breaking news? No, no, it's just a notification oh, okay. on my phone. Do you remember, again, showing our age? I don't care. Uh... Do you remember, like, the hubbub around plasma screens? I do, and they were terrible. They were terrible, but weren't the, like, colors better on plasma? But they weren't more efficient? They were they were terrible in terms of energy efficiency, but, yeah, some of yeah. the colors were a lot sharper on them, but yeah. in terms of mostly, like, in terms of the performance side of things, they were quite bad. Can you imagine having a Switch that's got a plasma screen? Do we have any handhelds that have plasma screen? Is that I a thing? I don't think they did. I don't, I don't think plasma screens came down to a certain um, because, price level to be able to put them. I was saying that you do get laptops with plasma screens. Of course, yeah. But I don't know if there was any touch screen. No, there was thing. probably never any handheld that did because um, the PSP had an LCD screen. I'm sure the PS. I think the so. The PS Vita had an L- uh, had an OLED screen. I'm sure. Yeah. So. Um, but that is that's interesting. But I mean, again, I don't have as much experience okay. as all of you guys do out on your. I was going to say PlayStation. That's not what I meant. Brilliant. <laughs> Your Switch. Um, but uh, I don't... But then again, my vision's very limited. I don't see a lot of difference between LCD and OLED. But again, I don't have good vision. So, Pete, you've seen both, haven't you? Uh, yes, I've finally seen a Switch OLED in person because my uh, my nieces have got one. So, what are your thoughts and feels on that? I'm still happy playing on my LCD one. Right. It can't be that much different, right? It's not overly different. The only thing is, is it's taken away the bezels that were on the side. So it's got it's a slightly oh, bigger right. screen. Right. Like, okay. Obviously, well, it's a little bit sharper. But when yeah. I'm playing, like, I'd like to see, like, I'd like to put both side by side so I can see if I can yeah. really tell the difference. But it's quite hard to do when one of your nieces or nephew are trying to play <laughs> yeah. the game. I assume, yes. Yeah. Anyway, let's carry on with this story. So, okay. other details, such as backwards compatibility so, uh, support for Switch, physical and digital, remains unclear. That... Okay, see? Okay, that's the main question. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo has said that it wants to convert as many of the Switch's 100 plus uh, million user base as possible to its next system, although some third party publishers are said to have expressed concern that legacy support for Switch games could negatively affect sales for next-gen titles. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Nintendo did not immediately respond to VGC's request for comment on the story. No surprises there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Tokyo-based industry consultant Dr. Serkin Toto told VGC that a 2024 console launch would make sense for Nintendo since it's projected to see double-digit declines in set... Uh, Switch hardware and software sales this year after it cleared seven years in the market. Yeah, it's time. Let's be honest, it's time. Yep. To move on. So, move forward. Uh, this is a quote. I would generally say that looking at Nintendo's financials, it seems clear that it's time for a new piece of hardware in 2024. He said hardware is already projected to fall 16.5% year on year in the current fiscal. While uh, while the minus for software is expected to hit 159 uh, anyway, 
Uh, the only way to stop these losses from totally ballooning next fiscal is to is a new device and second half of 2024 sounds like a realistic window to me. Uh, anyway, I'm going to move on. Uh, Reed Pops Head of Gaming, DB, uh, D2B, uh, Christopher Dring, uh, told VGC that a 2024 release would fit with the Nintendo's historical trend of launching hardware mid-cycle compared to PlayStation and Xbox. Interesting. Not true. Oh, okay. I definitely defer mid to you on that Mid-cycle, no. Uh, is, is this mid-cycle, though? Because it's been, what, seven years? When did... The, you have to think to yourself, when did the Wii U launch? Actually, Oof. no, okay. This, I stand corrected. Yes, they are correct, because it did launch in the, uh, the back end of the 360 generation, just before the, yes. the one came out. Yeah, I stand mostly My apology, I stand corrected. Yeah. Only because I remember owning it. But it's not always been the case. It has often been the way that Nintendo has came out at the exact same time, if not before. Yeah. I had to leave my Wii U back in Marka. 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 Anyway. Um... um so the original Switch, this is a quote, released over uh, three years after the PS4 and Xbox One, which proved to be an effective move for Nintendo. Everyone thought it was a bad move, by the way. Um, do you remember that? Everyone thought that was a terrible move? Yes, I remember it quite well. Yeah. Uh, a second half 2024 release for the Switch would, would be nearly four years after the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and S, so would see a similar mid-cycle launch for Nintendo. Uh, quote, I'd likely... I'd argue that unlike 2017, Sony and uh, Microsoft's consoles are still relatively new at the moment. No, just have no real experiences for them that are actually exclusive to the generation. Um, partially due to component shortages, slow, uh, slowing the rollout in the first two years. No, um, it's because we believe in generations when we don't believe in generations. Thank you, Sony. Um <laughs> And software delays meaning that we, we've not seen too many titles take full advantage of either the PS5 or Series X. So it's to be seen whether Nintendo would enjoy the same benefit. Uh, right. So, however, the biggest competitor Nintendo faces is, is itself. Although its core fans are eager for more hardware, its more family-orientated casual fans will need more convincing. What will the next Mario yes. Kart offer that, that they're not currently getting from the current one, for example? Nintendo has struggled to upgrade players in previous generations, so it's approached things like digital libraries, the Nintendo account, and even backwards compatibility may pre prove crucial in the next system getting off to a strong start. So, if Nintendo does release the Switch's successor close to Christmas, Dring said he'd expect a deeper launch lineup than what we saw for the first Switch, which arrived earlier in its launch year. So, uh, quote, in 2017, Nintendo spread out its releases with big games arriving almost every month. By the time the holiday period arrived, we, the firm had Mario, Zelda, Splatoon, Mario Kart, plus other similar titles like Arms and Xenoblade to push up the console over the, cr the crucial Christmas sales window. Anyway, this is basically it, but there have been several other things being mentioned. I don't know what, though, because, like, these are all over the place. Some of these are a little bit weird because they're coming from sources that you... Let's be honest. I've not heard half of these websites. Yeah. So you got to be a little bit 
I don't know, guarded on these. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of information that's been coming out via other sources. But... Look, I'm just going to pull the band-aid off. I think this is nonsense. I think I don't believe half oh. of this anyway. I was going to say how much. Okay, uh, sorry. You know, let's stop much? there. Okay. We may have a small bit of breaking news coming in a minute. Okay, I like our breaking news. Uh, Harada, the one of the developers for Tekken, is now out on stage talking. Oh, Tekken. dear. I oh, he's talking Tekken World Tour Finals. Okay, let's carry on for a minute then. All right, I'm sure Sincho will shout at us yes um, he will in a minute but anyway yeah but i he, think I these really want to know mm -hmm, your uh, thoughts I, like what do you think is real how much of this in a percentage wise how much of this is accurate do you think or just fantasy land i don't think all of this is complete bunk i don't right i think the fact that it, there's nuggets of truth laden within this uh very um very interesting piece of rumouring let's say so the the fact that it'll have back some sort of backwards compatibility would make sense with the fact that they've introduced the Nintendo Online service uh -huh. or the NSO as they call it so yes. that'll be where your backwards compatibility will come in through those back catalogue yep. games moving forward and that's yep. obviously like the, the, uh, the free games that are on the Switch like Tetris 99 and things like that uh, yeah. As well as all the all the stuff that you get via um, uh, the NES, the SNES, and everything as such, um, the game cartridges. I'm. I think Nintendo will hold out on that. They've been very firm in their their belief that they don't really want to do many completely digital experiences. Right, okay. um, they they kind of had it. Um, they kind of had it with a digital-only version of the Wii, and I think it absolutely friggin' flopped. So, not great, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. um, the 2024 release makes sense. But I don't know if they're going to launch in a Christmas period. Right, okay. So, what do you think about that launch window that they're saying? Yeah, um... I I think if they were to try and capture the hearts and minds of people again, they wouldn't be too far stretched to do the similar thing with what they did with the Switch. Release in March and have a game queued up for every single month. A big release. It worked <laughs> so well. Good. However, we that all know what genius. Nintendo is like. We all know what Sony's been like in the past as well. Yeah. Uh, with the fact that, yeah, it's not... Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. Anyway, we have a trailer. We have a trailer. Yes, Hang okay. On. Breaking news, my listeners, my beautiful this, listeners out there. So, it, this is now... Is it Unreal Engine? Yep, so it's now Unreal Engine 5. This is something to do with Tekken 8. Okay, Ooh, so... Ooh, that's a nice stage. Mm. He is watching currently uh, Evo Live uh, as they go into oh, Tekken cool. 8. Oh, cool. Yep. Tekken 8. Yep. The leaks are real, everyone. Master Raven is there. Right, okay. So this confirms our previous discussion about the leaks uh, on Tekken. Um, 
pizza. Oh, his too. new character model looks cool as hell as well. Okay, okay. <laughs> God damn it, I've never been into Tekken, but now I'm going to have to get into Tekken, oh, aren't I? Tekken's wonderful. Uh, I mean, and again, this is as a layperson who's not into fighting games. I absolutely adore Tekken. Tekken's great. Like, I love uh, watching it. Every EVA, I always watch mm-hmm. the, the top eights. Oh, it is I love a it. wonderful game to watch because it is. It is yes. a dance. It really is. It is. It it's 100% so cool. Is. Oh, um, oh it, these are a couple yeah. of really nice new stages, actually. Wow. Okay. Really pushing that uh, Unreal Engine. Um, Sincho says, I lost all interest in T8 after the netcode feedback from the beta. Yeah, wow. but they've got plenty of time to fix that. I think that's why they've put it out so early. Mm, right, 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 right. Um, so I was actually going to mistakenly say that Tekken's been good with netcode, but... Um, Tekken 7 was a bit rough for not, a while. I've not been in the beta, obviously. I am just an yeah. observer. Um, I watched uh, a Let's Play of Tekken 7 when it was out uh, what, back when bit. it was fated retribution yes <laughs> damn that is going back a long time as well that yeah. was the arcade version of it it really was um and but i was still massively impressed back then because my childhood is tekken yeah um because you would get the demo uh discs for like playstation uh, mm. and that was my first true taste of it i was like oh this is so cool so <laughs> God, it's really crazy to think how far we've come in such a limited yeah. time. Anyway, there might be some more coming in a minute, so I'll carry on just as is. So, right, okay. okay. Yeah, I, I'm not 100% certain that this is going to come out in May... Oh, sorry, in uh, that holiday 2024. Limited. Yeah, that was my question, was when do you realistically think that the, something like this is going to drop? Very early 2025. Right. Now, do you think that's the chip shortage influencing that, or...? No, I just think that it's Nintendo just taking their time. Yeah. That is something that Nintendo does over the other competitors, which is Nintendo is very, very... They don't rush things. Uh, They don't have a tendency to rush things. Uh, They make sure that everything comes out in top quality. You don't see a lot of um, updates or whatever to nintendo games if we're dead honest like how many has there been any updates to tears of the kingdom uh because i sure haven't heard of any uh not that i know of yeah but i sold my copy of the game so i don't care yes but whereas something like halo or uh you know maybe even spider-man you know there's an update within the first week there's a patch yeah so Nintendo's always been very, very good about having patience and coming out with high quality stuff. Got uh, another which... trailer. Sorry. No, nope, you're I fine. Knew, I knew this was going. Uh, Sencho's yep. kept us in there. I'll read that comment in a minute, Sencho. So who, yep. who next? Who next? Uh, Pete, you definitely should definitely title this something to do with Tekken so that our Tekken listeners will, will Maybe. listen. Ooh, another really nice stage. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> Oh, live reaction, folks. Live reaction. Um, as it happens. Um, I'm actually kind of is, this, is this a new character? Because I, I don't... So. I don't recognize this character at all. Uh, it could be. Tekken doesn't release new characters in the way that most people do. Uh, most people. Uh, most 
most games do. Azucena uh, they... is her name. Oh, right, yeah. Even Sincho agrees that she's new. So. Ooh, a command grab character. Mm, nice. Oh, goodness. She looks very no, tricky as well because she's got dodge some really uh, some command dodges by the looks of it. Oh, very good. Oh, very See, cool. I'm actually kind of tempted. But again, Tekken's a strong... For me, it's oh, a strong... Wow, okay, that looks, that looks broken as hell. That looks oh, like dear. it's going to be broken. Is she OP? Is that uh, what we're Well, about? the fact that she can command dodge in three dimensions... That oh, looks nice. like it's probably going to get broken pretty Okay, hard. that is, yeah, there, yep. Uh. <laughs> she looks she looks really, really cool, though. Her character design is actually really cool as well. I oh, think man, you'd quite like cool. it, too. I do love character design. I do, especially female characters. Yeah. Uh, ah, my girl Lily's looking good as well. Excellent, very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, she does yeah. look very, very interesting, but I think this is going to break the game so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure. They always got to have somebody exploit something. Oh, of course, yeah. Find it back in. Uh, so that'll be very good. Um, positive reaction from both Pete and Sentru, um, who I would put as our resident fighting games experts. Um, Nana hasn't weighed in, but he will. Um because I'm 100% sure Nana is watching this trailer as well. <laughs> oh my god, no. She is she's a coffee queen. What oh my that? god. Her victory win is literally her drinking a cup of coffee. Oh, <laughs> yes, I love her already. <laughs> yeah, her super is not exactly very interesting, let's be honest. Oh, so they goodness. showed that at the end of the trailer and it's not that great. It really uh, isn't, but I really like the character design. I really do. Sencho says her super sucks, and Nana says yes, of course. Or, 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 I'm watching the trailer, lol. Um, she flicks your head. Oh my gosh, is that cool? Like, yeah, she, she yeah, like that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love her. I'll link it to you afterwards so you can watch it. Yes, I love that. If she flicks your head and drinks coffee, I think she's my stan. Uh, <laughs> but, um... Right. Anyway, what do you think about this? Uh, the release um, date, timing, and all that for the Switch to. Well, whatever it's going to be called. It, yeah, exactly. Uh, Switch Pro. Uh, but, um, well, I mean, if you've been following this show, and of course you have, that's why you're here. Uh, I actually said way back when, uh, 2022 or 2021? I'm probably yeah. 2022. No, you know what? I think I said in 2021 that we would have something by 2023. Yeah. So I thought for sure. For sure, because the hardware in the current Switch is so outdated. Oh, it really like, is. We're not even joking. It was outdated when it came out, and then it just fell further and further by the wayside. Uh, so I'm actually shocked. But because Nintendo has taken so long to release anything, I'm actually kind of in, in agreement with Pete. It's not going to be 2024. It doesn't. That doesn't make sense as a timeline. Knowing knowing Nintendo and production and how it all works. Um, so I'm kind of in agreement, Pete. I'm thinking 2025, early 2025. Yeah, I'm but, thinking like no. February, March time. Yeah, exactly. Because then they can do exactly what they've done with the Switch before, where it's uh, yep. reveal it in October, get all the press junket going up like around the Christmas period, um, get the hands-on previews mm -hmm. in January, and then it launches early, early March. Exactly. That's exactly my thoughts as well, Pete. I like what Sincho said, though. Do you want to read it? Uh, 
it's their chance to bring back nostalgia by calling it Super Nintendo Switch, and he totally didn't steal that. Yep. I'm not going to lie. If they call it Super Nintendo Switch, I'm probably going to buy it. And not play it. Super, Nin- Super Nintendo Chalmers. Um, <laughs> Simpsons reference for anyone who doesn't know. Wow, really? Hmm. <laughs> Okay, well, Uh, this gets me to my second point about this, then. Okay. I think this is all nonsense anyway, most of it. Like, okay. Like, yeah, that's what I want to know. How much do you think? Because these are the same people that have been reporting about a Switch Pro coming for the last couple of years, and they've been very wrong. You're you're exactly right, Uh, which I, again, like, I had to own up. A, I had to own up to being absolutely wrong about the uh, Activision mm-hmm. acquisition timeline, mm-hmm. uh, which I could not believe I could not be more wrong, but I was. Yep. But I'm also going to own up to the fact that in the beginning, I actually uh, stood by, was it VGC that was saying it at uh, first? Well, it's it var- it various outlets. I think Forbes yeah. were one. I think... Um... It, was, it was Forbes. That's it, Pete. Yeah, it was Forbes, and I was like, no, because if you follow the trail, they have these connections and blah, 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 because I'm big about connections and patterns and blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know what? No. <laughs> That's wrong. Nintendo does what Nintendo do, and what Sega don't. Um, but, um, I'm glad you brought that back there. <laughs> I had to. Um, so my thing is, I don't put a lot of faith in any of these quote unquote leaks or, you know, I don't know what to call them, you know, oh, we've got the rumors. inside information, rumors, all because that's what they are. And Nintendo is different. Um, they're built different. Uh, they do their own thing and they do it at their own pace and they do not care. Like, you could have all the fans clamoring in the world, but they're not releasing Pikmin 4, you know, two years ago. <laughs> And everybody really wanted it. Mm. Uh, they do their own thing at their own time. Yep. Um, so I, I'm gonna have to agree with Pete in a rare thing, uh, and say that we're not gonna see any of this, any hint of this until early 2025. And yeah, I think most of it is just conjecture at this point. Yeah, like for me, it was more the fact that like how, how the Switch Pro rumors died out for six months and then suddenly the Switch 2 rumors are all coming about. It's like, like, I know that certain people get a real hard, like, get a real problem with people like Jeff Grubb. And, like, they call him Jeff Scrub for a reason. It's like, oh, he predicts more things that he doesn't get right. It was like, but we have to understand that the leaking industry... Or the the people that deal with rumors, leaks, and insider insider dealings will have sources at very very yeah. reputable companies yes. like Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, and all of that. It's whether or not most of these are true. So right. all they are doing is technically just reporting on what they hear. Now remember, plans change. Things aren't all set in stone. We're in this rumor rumor cycle or rumor mill. Mm-hmm. You know, Nintendo may once have thought to themselves, we'll bring out Metroid Prime 2 and then have put it on the shelf for a little bit, you know. Apparently, you know, Metroid Prime Remastered was was made for a long time and they shelved it because they were... I don't know why. Because it's Nintendo and they do what they want in their own time. Well, it's probably something to do with Metroid Prime 4, isn't they? 
you know, probably well, wanted to release them nearer that time. So probably. it wouldn't be out of the realms of possibility for things to change at Nintendo. Also, we have to remember that Nintendo and maybe various other companies, but I know Nintendo do this. They put out fake leaks. Yes. They they purposefully put out fake leaks in the company uh-huh. to weed out leakers mm-hmm. yes. and fire them. That's exactly it. Because Don't they be sign because they sign NDA NDAs, meaning they can't talk about it and no matter yep. what they do. So putting out a fake leak and then seeing where it originates from then pretty much identifies the source. Exactly. So Nintendo are quite smart when it comes to their information. Of course things leak and things happen, but let's be honest. Um, uh well. I'd be a bit worried if things constantly leaked. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> um, yeah. I I think most of this is bunk. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, although I'm curious what Sincho said. I, I'm now curious about that as well. <laughs> uh, just... Uh-oh. I'm... I'm going to open this up and I'm going to share it on the stream because oh okay, so that you let's get hope to watch it as well. Okay, let's hope it's safe. Uh, oh, no, that is not safe. I am not touching that one with a barge pole. Okay, just link it in the show notes <laughs> so we don't get uh yeah okay good. <laughs> that is funny. Oh my god. <laughs> Yes, our poor list. Yeah, thanks, Sancho. Yeah. <laughs> we no longer have a champion. Uh, do you here. want me to subscribe it to you? Um. Yes, describe it, Pete. So there are listen. there are two players on stage, uh, playing a game. Uh, one yes. of them looks like he has a blanket over his lap, and the way he's moving his hands looks like he might be um, jerking the gherkin. Let's I, say. Is he playing like the controls under the blanket? I think he is. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But of it, course but it's gonna look but, like that. But yeah, it looks like he's um he's yeah. um he, he's playing a uh, playing a game of hide the sausage with his hands. Oh my gosh! He must be using a joystick. Um, yeah, I think he's playing with a joystick. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't share that now. Yeah, hope he's got a firm <laughs> grip. Um. Uh, <laughs> so Jeffrey, how did nobody stop the guy? I oh think they gosh. found it too funny not to. That's probably why. If I was a dude, I would totally do that. Um, just because I'm weird and uh, yes, be goofy. yes. yes. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, our news for this week. Woo! Excellent. Uh, actually, we timed that quite well. Yeah. To be fair. Yes, because Tekken Seven's just about to start its finals. See, this is what. Okay. This is kind of cool, though, having some live reactions. Um, if you're out there listening, if you enjoyed these live reactions, let us know. Um, I don't know why. Because... I wish I could have had this stuff on stream playing at the same time, but, you know, probably copyright. I know. We have to be very careful. No, but it's also the fact that you need a new comp- need a decent upgrade of your computer to actually I run do. stuff, so, you know... I still can't believe, like, I bought a new computer three years ago, and mm. then I even upgraded it, like, a year later, and it's still, it's not great. 
Uh, yeah, but bring... you are clogged down with like loads of work stuff on there. And yeah. Genshin Impact now. Oh, goodness. Um, so, uh, no, yeah. No, you're correct. Next week may be a news episode, too. It will definitely be a news episode because I need a break from guests who I love and adore, but sometimes you just see a little break. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Speaking of which, I'm going to talk about some random stuff before we wrap up. Ooh, uh, interesting. Uh,. But, um, no, I have not started playing Genshin Impact. My computer has that, like, my intern downloaded the game by the same people. I don't remember what that is. Uh, Hong Kong Star Rail. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't started playing it, but my, uh, I almost called her an intruder. That is exactly what she is. (laughs) My intern, my intern is big into that, uh, type of stuff. You made a weeb. She's definitely a weeb. My intern is who tried their hardest to get me into JoJo. I tried. It's bonkers. That's why. Yeah. But it's cool because, like, before I went to Italy, uh, she made sure I watched the JoJo. I think it's Stoneheart that set. No, it's not Stoneheart. I don't remember what set in Italy, but they even fight in Pompeii and stuff like that. So that was kind of cool. That is cool. But it is cool. Very accurate, by the way. It's, It's. the guy that actually does i actually like the guy who does jojo it's just i can't quite follow his there's no there's no storyline it's just whatever random thoughts he has he turns mm-hmm. it into a scene it's not cohesive so it's very hard for me um what was i, I was gonna talk about something oh i was actually checking okay here's what's funny this is a funny thing that happened it's all funny uh so uh, not too long ago, a former guest of ours uh, named Andrew just contacted me out of the blue. We were talking and chatting and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. and uh, for some future plans, all that kind of stuff. So then that night, I went on to our other guest, Mags, which we had just about two weeks ago. Yep. I went on to his stream because um, I think he was doing community night. I really enjoy his community night streams. I do encourage yep. you to go out there and watch them. I've been meaning uh, to check them out. I've just been quite busy this week in terms yeah. of other things. So, they're very late because I think they're 9 p.m. To, U- UK time? Yeah. They're trying to accommodate like everyone, as many people as they can. So uh, they're kind of late for us. Well, yeah, uh, I felt we found that out, didn't we? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but... Uh, the, here's what was funny. And I don't think I told you this. I don't think I did tell you this. Okay, so here was funny. So, spoke to uh, past guest Andrew, just kind of having a nice little conversation. Go on to Mag's stream. Uh, it's a community stream. Well, he takes a break and he talks about his upco- upcoming uh, convention, which he spoke about here, uh, you know, in Timeless, which you should check out if you're around there. If I was closer... And I'd had a little bit more time. Actually, if I'd had a little bit more time, I'd be there. I'd be there in two seconds in a heartbeat. Not even a blink of an eye, I'd be there. But I need a little bit more time just because I'm all the way over here in Ireland. Um, but the funny thing was he's going through his guest list, which has grown quite considerably even since he's been on the show. Uh, and he added a last-minute guest. And that last-minute guest was Andrew. Hey, Nice. <laughs> I was like, hey, I know that guy. Plus, I also talked to him like two hours ago. (laughs) So if Uh, you are around, you know, go check out Timeless. I think it's, uh, yeah, next week, I think. 
Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, highlight this comment. So Mike Tendo's sure. coming. Hey. Uh, it hey. says, evening, guys. Just dropping in to renew my Prime sub. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll be checking out the full show tomorrow when it's on Spotify. Yes. Much appreciated. You can hear me talking uh, talking about Evo for a while. <laughs> and I, I do have to... Uh, well, I'm going to call out Mike. Um, that, uh, Mike's been amazing, and he's actually gone and done what I... It, look, if you're if you if you can do it, we would appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, rate our uh, you can go give us a star rating. He whatever uh, you feel Mike like. Mike did. Mike did actually. On he Spotify. did. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. And left us an amazing glowing comment. We've actually gotten a few comments in the last few weeks. You're uh, on have various... to send them to me because I can't I seem to. to see them for some reason. They're on various um, different platforms because okay. it doesn't like whatever the word is collate. I don't know what the word is. Amalgamate. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't connect. We have to go out and search for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, Deadbeat's given us a five-star rating. We've got five-star oh, ratings. Lovely. Thank you to everyone who's board. done it Yeah. so far. Uh, uh, also, so I'm going to highlight this comment by Sencho. It says, mm -hmm. on the topic of Evo, thanks uh, to the most wholesome moment in 2023, to Blind Warrior Sven, for winning a match live on stage in front of thousands of people, and yes... He is blind. Oh, very cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I did see the clip of that. That is impressive stuff. Yeah, um, we always love when adaptive players uh, do well, obviously. Um, you know, we've got Brent in the chat, who's our adaptive champion. Uh, Gives us wonderful yeah, speeches. Yeah, our, our king of accessibility. King of accessibility. I like that. As well as being chat chat. Yes. He's king of accessibility. Um, but yeah, oh, Sencho says I managed on Spotify. <laughs> don't give woot me woot too. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't like I try to go out there myself and kind of navigate the waters of podcast things. There's so many different apps because there's like Podbean and uh, Pocket Cast. Pocket Cast, um, Good Pods. Good pods. There's just po uh, uh, podcast app, which I think is Google's. Uh, very rich yeah, Google. Google podcasts. Got <laughs> Apple podcasts. Um, yeah, it's very difficult. But we do appreciate we appreciate any uh, uh, reviews or you know, and you don't have to give us five stars if you don't feel like giving us five stars. Never mm -hmm. feel like you should do that. But we do appreciate it, um, <laughs> and we do appreciate the comments always. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so Pete, do you want to oh, read nice. any of the chat? Or uh, we... well, we'll get to, we'll probably get to that afterwards. I've just highlighted the main comments because oh, okay. most most of them are all sort of related to other things about Eva. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, such yeah. as Sancho putting down the clip of um, uh, Blind Warrior Sven's uh, game uh -huh. that was on stream. Thank you. Yes, very much. Um, so we're going to wrap up the podcast portion, but we'll stick around a little bit longer for the uh, Twitch stream version, which you can find us over on twitch.tv forward slash rapid reviews. Um, then you get to see all of our kind of craziness before and after. Um, yeah. Talk about tangent. <laughs> but uh, today I think we went on a movie tangent. We've been doing movie tangents a lot lately we have yeah yeah that's our thing yeah it's fine but anyway uh i think it's gonna do it for us 
Pete, do you have anything else to add? Not really. Still off socials. Really yeah. actually quite enjoying not being on Twitter or X or whatever oh. that hellhole is now known as. I am thrilled to death. Like, I hated the reason I left because I miss somebody very terribly. But at the same time, when I hear these news stories and other people are like, oh, did you happen? Did you hear what happened on Twitter slash X today? And I'm like, no. Uh, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> it's like a relief. Yeah. I don't have to worry about nothing. Nothing. Mm. Um, so I'm enjoying being off of socials as well. Uh, so I think that's going to wrap it up for this us. This is what I think about the socials. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that, <laughs> I wondered how they did it. They've now added the soundboard to Discord. Oh my gosh. You did make a little pop up show up on our video, but that's okay. That's fine. Dude, that was actually kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> I want to do that. Wait, how are you doing that? Is that through Discord? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm kind of jelly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing it anymore. Like, this is just uh, going to devolve into chaos. I can see why people get obsessed with it. Yes. Although I was told not too long ago, and even I think I was told by Pete as well, but I was also told by my intern that I'm a walking soundboard. Yeah, you so... are. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to take that as a compliment. Anyway, we're going to wrap up this portion. Um, yeah. We do thank you so much for joining us. Um, and <laughs> I'm trying to not look at chat. Our yeah, wonderful I know. chat. That's been absolutely wonderful tonight. Chat is wonderful all the time. Uh, we have a great time. community. Yeah, so we have a great community here. If you want to join us, you can always do that. Um, we're very positive. We don't, you know, we ain't into that negativity and stuff. Yes. Um, but yes, uh, <laughs> I'm avoiding chat right now. Um, but anyway, the show. Okay, thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you and talk to you next week. Bye. Tune in next week for more Evo Talk. Woohoo! Thank you for listening to this episode of the Rapid Reviews Radio podcast. You can find the podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and various other podcast platforms. You can also find the video version by searching Rapid Reviews on YouTube and watch the podcast recording live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash rapidreviews at 7.30pm UK time every Sunday. Please make sure to follow the, the podcast on Twitter at rrradiopod and for all the latest reviews visit www.rapidreviewsuk.com or on Twitter at rapidreviewsuk.com.